Listener Production. As cute as a little Mary-Kate or Ashley, Aww. sometimes these two cherubs get mixed up too. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Tell you what, did you see this um, nursing home in Taiwan that got in a little bit of trouble, Alex Dyson? No, it's never good. Yeah, um, according to New Zealand Herald, mm-hmm. uh, nursing home has been slammed Uh-oh. and forced to apologise after they hired strippers to perform for some of the senior citizens. I don't oh, see okay. the problem with that. <laughs> you don't see the problem? No. I mean, it might. it's a bit heart attack inducing, sure. You know, <laughs> they might get a bit excited and suddenly, you know, cark it. Go, mm. into, go into a, you know, full rigor mortis, not just rigor mortis in the pants. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't see the problem. <laughs> um... Well, yeah, I'm sure, you know, people in the nursing homes have seen naked people before. Yeah, what? You can't, I mean, everyone's, everyone's a part of it. They, they did say that they literally, they said, we're sorry. They admit the entertainer's actions were too enthusiastic and fiery. Right. We're, so the, the performers, they were all, it was all part of their small business and they were fine to be there. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, I don't understand what the problem was. Mm. And I would be giving it my all, you know. I, I give it, I give it one hundred and ten percent, no matter who the clientele is. So good on the, good on them for not holding back. <sighs> Anyways, they also said that there was bingo and karaoke. So, <laughs> I mean, look, I got to tell you, there's not going to be much of a better day yeah. out in the nursing home than that yeah. day for some of those people. Next so, one is number sixty-nine, sixty-nine. <laughs> They're not on the bingo corn. <laughs> So anyways, look, we have a big episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Wherever you are in the world, uh, we're so delighted that you could be here. Exactly. And in fact, don't tell your friends about this, because speaking of the number 69, it just reminds me, Matt, we, for the second month in a row, 69th most listened to podcast in Australia. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that we did not make a joke about that. Yeah. But uh, thank you. You know, good on us for being so mature. Mm. Pat's on the back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So mature. Rigor mortis in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we've got a really big show for you today. Uh, Alex Dyson, I've got a secret guest uh, that we're going to be chatting to, someone who can fill in a few of the gaps of a story that we might have mentioned oh, no. last week. S- secret guests never bodes well <laughs> for Barakard. Also, um, I've become... Oh, I hate to say it, Alex Dice, I've become a person that I hate. I've really become a person that I used to once hate, and I'm going to really, yeah, I'll explain everything very, very shortly. Let's jump right into it. Hey, this is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I've become the person that I once hated. Oh, No. You live long enough to become the villain, mate. It, it, it's exactly like that, honestly. I I shocked myself. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Hing messaged me on Facebook. Host, hey, mate. host of Triple J Drive. Yep. Guy Very who played, played your radio host on The Other Guy. Yeah, that's uh, right. Without um, me even having an audition. Not even given the common courtesy <laughs> of auditioning for the role. Even though I did it with a plum five days a week, can I say, sir? (laughs) I have become the person that I hate because Hing gets in touch with me, says, hey, you want to, you know, you guys, you guys want to go on a little double date, his partner, my partner, 
all of us together. And I was like, sure, let's, let's do it. Right. Okay. Got the sister babysitting, etc. Good to go. Now, when you're my age and you've got a kid, mm-hmm. the night's out. You, you can't waste them, mate. You've got to use every single one of them. Now, when you're also planning to leave the city that you live in, right? You need to start taking all the opportunities you can to go to the places that you want to go before you right. leave. Okay. So you're planning on moving house to a That's different right. city and you're like, well, different we could city, be in the, state. The, the last ones. I've got to try these things for the last time. Yeah. And a place opened up from us down the road and it looks a bit fancy. And every time you go past there, I say, I wouldn't mind trying that place. And Belle says, no, nah, not into it. It's a bit too uppity. A bit bougie. Yeah. Just a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. And I was like, oh, I don't mind that. <laughs> don't mind the fact that they got a little bit of vanilla lobster on the menu. <laughs> anyway, so. That was when, my name when I played water polo. <laughs> What's it really? It's my nickname. <laughs> Vanilla lobster. <laughs> I've never played water polo. I don't know. It just sounds like a sounds like a sort of I was the Kobe Bryant of the pool. Better than me, I was chocolate starfish. <laughs> <laughs> just anyway, so, <laughs> so um <laughs> Okay. Anyway, the point is, the point is, we've organised, we've organised a group chat, all four of us. Hey, where should we go for dinner? I've said, I want to go to this place. Yeah. Right? Belle's like, oh, I didn't really, I haven't really wanted to go there. It looks a bit old, looks a bit bougie, whatever. Yep. Everyone's having a little bit of laugh about how there's a bit of to and fro about, you know, should we go, should we, should we not? I'm like, no, I'm putting my foot down. We're all going to this place. In my head, I'm thinking, should I let them know that it's a little bit fancy? Right, so they don't know that it's um, got the three dollar signs next to it on the on the map. Well, I'd be surprised if it's only three. Anyway, we get there, and as I get in, there's a little, there's a guy in the corner playing a baby grand piano, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a little bit hot, hotter than I thought. But then we sit down, and the old mate's playing the baby grand in the corner. Yeah, and I open the drinks menu, and we're looking at a solid. Mid twenties for the top, like for the glass for the, for the cocktails here. Okay, so we're just starting, but we're starting at the mid twenties. Okay, I was like, oh, I probably should have warned them. Mm-hmm. Then they rock up, right? And Hing is wearing a tracksuit, and I was like, uh oh, <laughs> right? I definitely should have at least warned him that what this sort of place was. I mean, it was a nice <laughs> tracksuit. Don't get me wrong; it was matching. But I'm like, this is my bad. I should have warned them. Uh, did you lend him your top hat at least? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but while he was looking at the menu, I did, uh, share my monocle with him <laughs> just so that he could check out the prices. Um, and anyway, look, they're, they're young professionals. Yeah. This is not like, you know, it's not like it's going to be busting gut for them, but I broke through doing comedy about how much I hate going to dinner with rich people. Uh, yeah. Right. And how you true. open up the menu and you see the entrees are in double digits. You're like, Crap, suddenly you're, you know, under the table on your phone transferring money on your net bank, you know. Yeah. This is all stuff that I used to... Mock people I want an for. aria for this shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> and now I'm the guy who's inviting these people yeah. to dinner where someone's playing a baby grand and we all spend... The bill, total bill was $500, oh. right? Oh! <laughs> And it's just a casual Thursday night. These people... This <laughs> pre-weekend. Is just, this is pre-weekend for them. This is probably the only time I'll go out for me. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And yeah. they're like, I've got three other dinners this week. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
Oh, man. So I've absolutely become the person mm. that I once hated. And so we asked you, when have you become the person that you hate? And Kristen got in touch with us, said, I judged people who wore active wear when not exercising. I'm now one of them. <laughs> Good. I mean, I'm, I've brought on, I've got very into track pants myself, actually, and I never thought that I'd be that person, but they are so good. Need better pockets, though. Yeah, Nick said, I used to hate people who had AirPods in. I bought AirPods. <laughs> of course. <laughs> David says, uh, pre-kids, my kid will never watch TV. Kid is born. You want to watch Bluey for the fourth time today? Sure, of course. Do anything you can. I can sew. I thought my I thought my kid would never have a dummy. I just thought I would be somehow brilliant enough for them to not need a dummy. Oh my lord! Five months in, we give her a dummy. I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> this is so much better for my life. Claire has become that mature age student at uni. Um, I, I'm guessing Claire by the capitalized nature of the word that and the italicized nature of the word that <laughs> that you put your hand up and go, um, actually, and then. <laughs> Start correcting the tutor <laughs> or throwing your hat in the ring. So thank you for that one. Uh, and Margaret says, I'm a primary school teacher and every cliche is true. What cliches do you reckon they are? For primary school teachers. These mm. ones, these ones. I'm not going to keep going until mm. everyone is looking at me. Yep. Those or things? just silence. Yeah. Waiting for the hand up silence, <laughs> waiting for all the kids to stop. <laughs> so there you go. Um, please keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex if you've got anything that relates to our stories. Otherwise, on with the show. I was talking about the Crocodile Mile on the weekend, Alex Dyson. Love Crocodile um, Mile down the hill in the summer. Yeah, I begged pre, my dad. Pre-water restrictions. <laughs> begged my dad for a Crocodile Mile and um, and he finally got it. Used it once. Dad's backyard was a little bit too, uh, too on the gradient. But the reason what? why I bring this up because our DMs, Alex Dyson, are a bit like a Crocodile Mile. <laughs> They are a bit like the tarp with a bit of detergent just squeached all over it. They are very slippery and they are very slidable. And we always invite you to take a ride into the Crocs mouth. <laughs> Most roundabout way of saying you could DM us at any time. Um, and Matt, you have found uh, a particular message that piqued your interest and that I tried to hide from you, but it was too late. Oh, did I ever, Daiso. So, got a text from a gentleman called Tommy Windsor. Now, um, Tommy says, G'day, Matt. I was just listening to your September 6th breakfast podcast featuring my newest friend, Alex Dyson. And I'd be more than happy to fill a few details on Alex's behalf if you'd like to have a chat from Tommy, a.k.a. the undies victim. No. No, don't tell me he's on the line right now, That's Tommy Windsor. Right. He is on the line. line from Tommy Windsor is on the line. The man that you stole the underpants and wore at the recent Little Lemon retreat. Hello, Tom. How are you today? Sliding right in on the Crocodile Mile. Uh, and the original shock jock. Yeah, jock shock is more like it. <laughs> you did, Tommy. It, it certainly was a jock shock. You better, you better <laughs> tell people how we originally met because it was, it was an unusual meeting. Look, and I do, I do keep telling everyone Alex Dyson's my newest friend, but it's not until I uh, reveal the details of how close we are that, uh, that that has any credit amongst my peers. So, so of course, we were on the uh, Lululemon Immersion Retreat a couple of weeks ago. I don't know about your friends, Alex, but uh, 
my friends uh, have heard a little bit about the Lululemon Immersion Retreat since I've been back, I managed to drop it into every second or third conversation. <laughs> this, this is, if you missed it, basically Lululemon just hired out one of Australia's nicest resorts and let a bunch of absolute <laughs> good-for-nothing nobodies... <laughs> Right, we had Just, we had the best time. These clowns are all swimming and doing yoga and stuff like that. And what are you what learning from each other and talking? Oh no, my look, god! There was, Pick there was up a, few, a shovel. There was a few productive people there. I mean, we, we there, there, there were, were there were Paralympians there. Yeah. I mean, you do some great work with um, Movember as well, Tommy. So you've you've got your cards in the bank. Yeah, the, the, I was representing the uh, Mobart community. Unfortunately, I couldn't take the entire fraternity of the Mobros with me, but I was more than happy to uh, represent. And we've come back into our communities, Matt. Come on, you know, we've come back and we've contributed. Exactly. You know, like, yeah, with like your little was, massage yeah. sticks. I've had my massage free. gun flat out, you know, and, and I go out the door into my community with a smile on my face. Now, oh, my God. Like... Anyway, look, tell me about the time that you and Alex's dicks touch. <laughs> What goes on immersion stays on immersion. When you walk into your uh, room, they took the bags from the car to the room Which, and oh, they say, the Tesla, look in your walk-in robe. Chauffeur-driven <laughs> the Tesla, Tesla from the airport. So I get off the plane from Hobart, you know, and we still don't have air bridges, so you have to walk across the tarmac, you know, after you take the donkey to the aerodrome. <laughs> and I walk into Sydney and the bright lights are flashing and there's Lululemon people everywhere with signs and lots of bright lycra. And I'm greeted and I'm thinking, what's going on here? And I'm thrown into a Tesla. I've never even seen a Tesla. Thrown oh into a Tesla God. with my brand new friend, Alex Dyson. And we're chauffeur driven to the <laughs> Walgan Valley. And yeah, so we've got all this new kit. And I'm going, oh, hang on a minute. My bag's missing. And we'd all been given the same Lululemon duffel bag. And I just thought oh, it must have gone to someone else's room by accident. Because, uh, you know, I had all my personal things in there, my running gear and my work laptop was in there. And, and as the day wore on into the night, I'm starting to get a bit worried. I'm going, oh, I've, I've kind of done a Tommy, haven't I? I've left it at Sydney Airport. Oh, what have I done? Because surely, surely the first thing someone does in their room, they unpack their gear, they go, that's not my bag. I better give it back. It must be someone else's. You'd think so, wouldn't you? It had my name tag on it, by the way, as well. So, <laughs> next morning rolls around, nice early run. That's what they do on these retreats. We went for a 6 a.m. run. And I just asked the organiser, would you mind just mentioning it? You know, I'm really hoping someone's got it, but I can't imagine that that person wouldn't have noticed it's not their bag. And so the word goes around at the, the morning run, and as and uh, as we split out into our different groups, the pennies dropped, I think, with Mr. Dyson. He's gone, that's, yeah, that's <coughs> not my bag. That's that's Tommy Windsor, my new best friend's bag. Well, Tommy, you would usually pick it up earlier. You're right. You would usually pick it up <laughs> earlier. But when you walk into your room and it's got a card that says, check out your new, new wardrobe, and as you say, there's these Lululemon items lined up, and then the first time I've ever seen a new Lululemon duffel bag, and I'm like, sweet. So I open up that. It's like, ooh, some new Lululemon jocks. I might so what, chuck you, them on. You put them straight on. I mean, like, don't the you want to... morning I put them on. Yeah, didn't you bring your own? Didn't you want to give them a yes. wash or something? Yes, but I've got new ones. I'm not going to wear the same ratty Hessian sacks I usually <laughs> s stick around the groin, am I? So he comes up to me after breakfast and goes, Tommy, good news, good news. I've got your bag. I'm like, you be, yeah, it should be at your villa by now. And then quick as, quick as a flash, he goes, but I'm wearing your jocks. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I just looked at him and I went, that Alex Dyson, he's quick. And I went, and I'll wear yours later. And you then, thought I was joking. And he's gone, no, no, no. I'll drop them off with guest laundry and they'll deliver them to your room. I'm wearing your jocks. <laughs> and that was the moment I knew that we were best friends. Oh, mm. well, at least you got them washed for you. You don't, you don't, want, them, you don't want them returning them with the old snail trail. I, I, mate, I'm auctioning these off for November this year. I've framed them. I've got the little note that you left me. Sorry for wearing your jocks, Tommy. <laughs> we're now are best they getting, friends. Are you actually going to auction them off? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Alex Dyson wore them, mate. Come on. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, well, look, look. Tell people if they want to get Alex a pair of jocks that Alex and Tommy Windsor have uh, worn. <laughs> touched, touched, both yep. touched. Yep. Then, um, then yeah, let's uh, let's get in touch with us, and we'll let people know how they can get their chance. Pleasure, boys. Thank you. Glad to uh, fill a few details in for you. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. All day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I screwed up. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I would say screwed up, Matt. I, I don't think being the leading source of breaking news in Australia, uh, particularly in the podcast format, is screwing up. We've got a daily podcast here. We've got the finger on the pulse. We know what's going on. Yeah, no, but I, it's, I just did something that I shouldn't have done. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I I, like I'm, a, I'm a little bit nervous about even talking about it because I I don't want to get in trouble putting any the more than I already on the have. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, because often you make a mistake at work. <laughs> you know, you can just sort of bury it in a filing cabinet and hope no one notices until mm-hmm. you know until the, until the walls start crumbling down. But no, I got the email the other day saying, uh, "Hey, Matt." Really excited to announce the movie too, you know, the movie that you're in. Which we did last week. We finally got to talk about your Christmas movie that's coming out on stand yeah, at the end of the year. That's right. It's called Christmas Ransom, starring myself, Miranda Tapsell, um, and someone else who I apparently wasn't supposed to uh, mention yet. Uh, I got the email. They're like, yeah, just a heads up, mate. Uh, here's the PR guide. Yep. And it kind of goes into depths about how, um, you know, don't disclose information that hasn't already been disclosed. You haven't been approved to disclose. Mm. Right? Which is fair or cool. I mean, people, they plan announcements for these sort of things. Well, yeah, you don't want to announce it all in one chunk. No. You want to be feeding people, you know. Exactly. Crumbs all the way to the big dance. Exactly. It said crumbs were feeding people. Information. <laughs> regarding an actor in this film that hadn't been announced. Can we talk about it now? No, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to get in any more trouble. An industry rag put out an article going, wow, this person's making their acting (laughs) debut in this film, as said on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Um, Yes, I'm sorry to the... I mean, well, one, okay, what I will say is, thank you to the PR company for listening to our um, show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, always nice to have listeners. Um, could have listened to any of the other 500 episodes we have, by the way. So yes, no, look, I made a mistake. Uh, if you do want to know what I'm talking about, you can listen back to, uh, some of last week's episodes, but the fact of the matter is I made a mistake. I let the cat out of the bag too early, Alex Dyson, Mm -hmm. and you know, and it's feel for anyone in that situation. I had a friend, I don't know if you, um, like, you know, when you're flying internationally, they give you Mm. that, that card. He was flying internationally. With his partner at the time, mm. 
You mean the card, like the, do you have anything to declare? Yeah, card anything to declare, you know, yep. have you got firearms on you, have you been to jail, all that sort of stuff, mm. right? And uh, on that form, going into this particular country, it said, do you have anything that's worth $10,000 or more on you? You know, do you have $10,000 in cash or anything that's worth, you know, more yeah. than that on you, right? So he's flying with his partner at the time. They're going on a romantic getaway and he ticks yes, right? Right. What's he... What's he carrying? It's <laughs> an engagement ring. Oh, Jeez, now ten he's grand on the ring. <laughs> he's trying to do Mama the right. Mia. <laughs> he's trying to do the right thing here by the local laws. You know, he doesn't sure. want to get busted. Yeah. So he's ticked yes, right? But the partner hasn't doesn't know. The partner that the doesn't rings. know that he's going to propose. So he's going in. They get to customs. The customs officer's like. So it says here you've got something that's worth more than $10,000 on you. What is it? And his partner's standing next to him and he's there and he's like, uh, uh, did I, did I tick that box? And the guy's like, yeah, you did. What is it? Just show me what it is. And, and so, so he, he gets has- down on one knee <laughs> and proposes to the customs officer. <laughs> and so for whatever reason, like his partner is there going, no, you know, I, I mean, I literally used this situation in an episode of the other, in the other guy, his partner's going, why did you tick that box? He doesn't have anything on him. Like, yeah. and he's like, oh, I don't know what I did that for. And then eventually his partner's like, this is so ridiculous. I can't believe you did that. That's so silly. And bends over to like put her passport back in her bag. Cause she's checked, mm-hmm. checked through fine. And then he just whips out the uh, engagement ring and does a little bit of a, Oh, at the person, show like, quickly, this to the, is it. <laughs> to the customs officer, said the guy goes completely white, mouths up, I'm sorry, and then stamps it through. And so they, they got through okay. Oh, wow. And she was none the wiser, right? She just oh, thought so it was like weird that he did. <laughs> yeah. And she was still surprised when uh, when he proposed. So there you go. Nicely done. Well, I guess the cat was halfway out of the bag and he managed to uh, <laughs> to coax Keep it back in. Keep its tail in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff its tail back in. But anyways, look, I did just want to say, uh, you know, whoopsie. That's all, <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. Yep. So if you want to hear the hot goss about you know, Australian media, this is the podcast to listen to. Mainly because we are incompetent enough to tell you information <laughs> before anyone else. That's All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. Oh. Well, our kitchen is closing on another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We absolutely love to hear your stories, so please keep in touch with the show on Instagram. Just head to at matt.an.alex or you can hit the website mattandalex.com.au. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.